or in The Simpsons if you cram holes into it, speed holes. And he gets his own pickaxe. Speed holes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. If you want, I can go through the entire plot of that, but I won't. I'm you sure you could. I'm sure you could. I I wish I was a bigger Simpsons person. And I'm sure that, like, against the average human, I'm probably a pretty huge Simpsons fan. But against, like, the likes of you, I am I am a nobody when it comes to Simpsons. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> is Is... So you... I, I can't remember. So Geezer's one of your cats. Yes. Is that a Simpsons reference? Am I getting that not, wrong? No. Okay. No, no. That is the basis for Black Sabbath. Geezer right. Bobby. I see. All right. All right. And Dennis, the other the other beautiful kitty. That's just Katie wanting to name a cat Dennis. Dennis. Dennis is a good name. It's a good name. Have, have the Simpsons ever done a Fast and the Furious uh, episode? I was actually thinking about that today, and I meant to look it up. Because, I mean, Homer getting into street racing, that's a plot right there. <laughs> Absolutely. It's got to be. I feel like Lisa might be the one to get into street racing. Uh, Bart got into boxcar racing? In like, mm -hmm. Or the derby? The, you know, the build your own box car, car Boxcar derby, yeah. Yeah. Although now I'm wondering if I'm mixing that up with Hey Arnold. Because I was about to say the most. They did that storm, too. That's absolutely Hey Arnold. I remember they Hey Arnold did the giant pizza, and they had everybody have their own role on how they can make the pizza. That was a great. That show was great. That show was fantastic. Next podcast, we're just going to go through Nickelodeon shows. All right. I think we can do that for a while too. I can easily Secret do that. Secret World of Alex Mack. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I just want to go through all the little adventures of little Tommy Pickles and the Rugrats. Are right, you ready to get into this thing? <laughs> Wait, what? What's, yeah. what'd you say? Is, it, is it still pre-roll? Yeah, it's still pre-roll. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Right. It's fine. Um, also, we're, we're one episode away from being the last episode before we see uh, the next and uh, beginning of the end Fast movie. Mm -hmm. It's. I have never seen one of these with a crowd, and I'm oddly like nervous, too, because I... I'm picky about seeing movies in theaters. So, like, am I have a great time? Am I have a terrible time? I'll find out. I, I generally feel like if people are making the effort to go see a fast movie in the theaters, they're, they're all about it. And they're going to have a good time. Welcome, everybody, to 60 Second Car, the podcast that spent uh, all day yesterday driving from Los Angeles to San Diego, working out for three hours, and then driving all the way back last night and uh, is, is sort of starting to feel the repercussions of that. My name is Dan Otage. I'm the guy that did that. Uh, and I'm, I'm joined, as always, by my, my lovely co-host, Mr. Daniel, a.k.a. Ovacord. Hello. Howdy. Yesterday I ran five miles and today I also ran five miles. Uh, so I, I guess we're just calling out our workouts. You're a runner, man. I don't. And I noticed that today you mentioned you switched to mornings because uh, hell on earth is starting. Mm -hmm. I'm trying my best to do it in the morning. I hate doing it in the mornings, but uh, I mean, today was 90, which it's going to go up another oof, 15, 20 degrees. 90, Fahrenheit. yeah. June, July is where it gets up there. Mm -hmm. And we're not, so, we're not even there yet. So yeah, I'm just going uh, to enjoy these low 90s while I can and just, you know, go out in the morning, so. Because you're also, you're also in an area where, like, 
it's not cool no matter what in the morning. Sometimes you you like it just starts hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes you're just like, oh, it's already just gonna start this way. I think I'm in a part of Los Angeles where it's kind of that way too. Um, but they're when, living in San Diego, and then you know, you know, knowing that like Santa Monica is pretty close, you can actually wake up on a very very hot day and still feel kind of cool. And I am a little bit jealous of that. I do I do wish I had that. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm just gonna get into that time of year when I just have a film on me at all times and just like that's life and sorry. Love a film, love a film, mm-hmm. just like um, the film that we've been watching for uh, the past four minutes. It's yeah. you know it's been two weeks and we watched four minutes of this film. Um, it's a it's a it's a crazy sentence to say, but it's true. Uh, other than the fact that before the first episode, I did watch the whole thing. I have not done that again since. However, I've been tempted to because I will watch I, this movie. I wondered if times. you're going to do that every time. Okay, so uh, that feels insane, but it feels like people have done that and are doing that, and I don't. Um, I don't know if I could. As much as I love this movie, and as much as I love some of the other movies, um, watching it once a week might be a bit much. I think about how I did that with movies as a kid, and it was, like, all I wanted to do. Like, I've seen Fly the Navigator probably hundreds of times, because I watched it every day as a kid. But, like, I watched it maybe three years ago, and I'm good. But also, you know, that was my favorite (laughs) kid movie. But, like, even my favorite movie, I watch maybe once a year. My favorite movie nowadays, I probably watch, I mean, I I have several, but I'll probably watch, like, once a year. Um, back when I was a kid or like even my teenage years, actually, even in my college years, um, I would watch movies that I really enjoyed a lot. I don't think it was, be- I don't think it was once a week, but maybe once a month or twice a month. And that still is quite a bit. Um, Katie, my, my partner, she can't watch things over and over again. If, if she's seen it already, she's like, I absolutely don't want to watch it again. Kind of no matter how good it is. Um, however, sometimes we will do that because she won't pick something to watch and I'll be like, you want to watch this again? And she's like, whatever, (laughs) fine. Okay, fine. Whatever. (laughs) You just reminded me in the early days when I got a PlayStation two and I found out you could play DVDs on it. Mm -hmm. I went to target or Walmart or something and I got two movies. I knew I was going to want to have be my DVDs. I got rush hour one and two. I've seen Rush Hour 1 and 2 probably more than any other movie in my entire life. And I watched them last year for the first time in maybe a decade. Had a great time still. So, all right, let's do that. that okay, Rush Hour Minute by Minute. There we go. The Rush Minute. The Rush Minute. So that's that's four movies? Three. Three. Oh, are they making a fourth? Is that what it is? They've, they've been making a fourth for a really long time. It's like that and Austin Powers 4 have been in like developmental hell for a decade. Oh, yeah. And maybe it's finally happening. I don't care anymore, really. 3 was <laughs> terrible. I don't want it. But if they do it, I don't know. I which, don't know what Chris Tucker's been up to. Which one's better? One or two? Mm, I, would, I might say two. I think I, I might like say two the, as well. I like that the characters already know who they are. We get to like mm-hmm. meet up out of the way, and also they're in a fun location. When you figure out that like Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker just work together, you don't want to watch that whole lead up to where they don't know each other anymore. Nah, you gotta I'm watch. Good. You gotta watch two. They already know each other. They're already doing a bunch of things. 
And then like hearing hearing Chris Tucker kind of talk about um, stories of when he goes to visit like like Jackie Chan in like Hong Kong. He's like, man, it's like I, I'm kind of a celebrity here in the States, but Jackie Chan is like God in Hong Kong. Everybody yeah, knows dude. and loves him. He owns like all these hotels and all these places. He's like, oh, yeah, you like the hotel? That's mine. <laughs> and it's just oh, the, the, it, their relationship is uh, is hilarious to me. And as much as like I'm not a huge uh, rock and um, 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 wow, what's his name? The, the short comedian. Um, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. As much as I don't necessarily enjoy their movies too much, I do like their relationship too. I think they're hilarious together. <laughs> I don't think I've seen a Kevin Hart film. And Chris, or not Chris, uh, yeah, Chris Rock, I've probably seen one. Like, where he's the lead. Chris Tucker? You said Chris Rock oh, earlier. Did I say? No, The Rock. Sorry. The Rock. Oh, The Rock. Yeah, I've seen a the bunch rock. of Rock movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I thought we Chris. I just Chris said Rock. Tucker to Chris Rock. Yeah, right. I just said Rock. That's my fault. That's on me. Okay. The uh, Rock, of course. Rock. You're not yeah. on, on, on fake name basis with him? No. I don't know on why I said that. Fake nickname basis? Hey, producer, can we cut this out? <laughs> oh wait, no, I'm I'm editing this, isn't it? Right. Uh, <laughs> can we get a producer? <laughs> can you think a producer work for free? <laughs> oh man, that'd be nice. Uh, because I am I am I could do all this production. I just am so slow at it. I am so incredibly slow. <laughs> it takes me forever to do everything. As Daniel will know as we're getting set up for this, I'm like, oh, why isn't this working? Let me spend five minutes just blankly staring at it, see if it'll work later. Um. <laughs> and again, this was all your idea as mm -hmm. it was dropping three a week. So mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. just making work for yourself. Doing the three a week part isn't the problem. I could do that. I've been, I, I upload videos every day. That's like just the routine at this point. For some reason, as we as we mentioned before in, in, the, in the past last episode, is uh, every time I, re I go to go get started with something, nothing's ever the same anymore, and it it is not. I have to reset it up. So that's just you know, technology and me. As much as we work together every single day, don't get along. It just doesn't work. Um, but what does work is us in this gosh darn beautiful movie. The Fast and the Furious, where the first scene that we're dropping off or starting off on, on minute five, which is uh, the timestamp four colon zero zero, um, we start off with our, our our green car again. We have we have our lovely beautiful green car that goes fast, and as we were talking about before, we know it goes fast because of the paint job. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, he drives off into. Uh, down the street, basically down the windy roads that are attached to the hill where Dodger Stadium is. For anybody that knows, uh, it's, a, it's a fun little drive. And uh, he drives, and the next scene, it's a totally different car, but mm -hmm. it's the same guy. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah. as this is going on, there's a, uh, the needle drop of the minute, which actually lasts mm -hmm. a while. It is by a band called Plus Live Plus. Uh, they just usually go by live. What's up? I think it goes until the next needle drop, right? Yeah, it goes for a while, but uh, it's called Deep Enough Remix. I don't know the original. I barely know the remix, but live is a band who's like a third tier 90s grunge band, but they made it into this franchise, so great for them. <laughs> Do you know the lyrics? Oh, I just, no, nope, sure don't. Do you? 
for everybody listening, I wrote down the lyrics yes. <laughs> for, for the for the needle drop here. The the, the lyrics go, um, "We hit the room." I think he says "room." We hit the room, me and my crew, and it was cool until we bumped into you. <laughs> Just that's line by line. That is the first like twenty seconds of the song. <laughs> So the band Live is a band that I have actually seen live. Live seen live live. Mm-hmm. Um, live 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 live. So I like the band The Counting Crows. Uh Mr. Jones and Me, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh they played Shoreline Amphitheater in the Bay Area a few years back, and the opening band was Live, who I knew their song I Alone and Lightning Crashes, which are just like 90s rock staples. Uh they were fine. Uh, they put on a decent rock show for a band who is obviously the opener. I thought it was ballsy of them to pretend to have an encore. <laughs> they played probably 45, 50 minutes and 10 minutes till the end of their allotted set time. They leave the stage and come back. But, you know, there's still plenty of time. The headliner's not even there. So as they're uh, faking an encore, a guy behind me is screaming at the top of his lungs. Like his voice is just shattering in his throat live should be top billing live should be top billing live should be top billing he wants them to headline so bad and he is just losing his mind and throughout (laughs) the last two songs of their set which were lightning crashes and i alone he's still just shrieking so i don't know what those songs sound like live because i know that guy's (laughs) remix and to my knowledge they did not play deep enough so i don't know if this is a hit i don't know if this is a deep cut but it got remixed for this movie and uh he and his crew having a what was a good time fun time uh it was cool until cool. we bumped into you <laughs> and then he and the, so i think the reason they use this i don't that line <laughs> well, the, this the song is because i and i don't have i don't have the rest of the lyrics but because i just wrote these down because i'm like this is just gold um is i think there i think he's talking about a woman and then he describes her as a Mustang and how she shifts into gears and she's fast and red. And I think either either he's talking about a woman or he's in love with a car. I don't remember. Or I, don't, or I, could, I can't tell. Or a horse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he says like, so again, let me read this again. Let me let me let me see if I can get into the um, the character. We hit the room, me and my crew, and it was cool until we bumped into you. Crew and cool. Ballsy rhyme. I would say it's not a rhyme, but again, I, all my music's instrumental. <laughs> I think he says it cool. Like like he doesn't say the L and maybe crew and cool works. All right. Sure. But it's room and then crew and then cool and then you. So crew and you, maybe there, maybe there's the rhyme. But room and cool, they, those don't rhyme. No. Nor, neither does crew and cool. I, I don't know, but if you could listen to that, anybody listening now, just pu- pull that on. You can pause the pause the podcast, whatever. Just pull that pull that first piece on, or even listen to the whole thing if you want. Imagine Paul Walker rolling up in his red truck, his Ford truck, listening to that. Is it implied that that's what he's listening to? Because that seems like something he would listen to. Uh, honestly. He I says, don't know if it's di- diegetic sound. I'm thinking it's not because it keeps going. My man says, "My man says, cuh in too fast, too furious." So it's very possible he's listening to this. All right, all right. 
Also, you said the song is potentially about a Mustang woman. It's about which... a. Wo- it's either about a Mustang. It's about a woman he describes as a Mustang, or as you said, it's about a horse. <laughs> so the fact that there's potential Mustang uh, integration is makes this even funnier to me because that Ford is not a Mustang. That's <laughs> no. just some truck. I don't know. But what a kind Mustang of truck. is a Ford. Right. So half credit. Maybe. It's also red. And I think mm-hmm. he says something about Red Mustang. Little Red Ford truck. Almost a Prince <laughs> lyric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wearing a Raspberry Beret. It's a Raspberry. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a Raspberry Mustang. <clears throat> uh, so this red truck is leaving, I don't know, his shift of driving around a parking lot really fast. Yeah. He's off work. He's going to his favorite spot to get his favorite meal. Uh, Toretto's Market and Cafe, which seems to be light on the market part and heftier on the cafe part. It's it's a gas station level market. Yes, but no gas. No I, gas. I don't think there's a gas pump. No, right. it's just a gas station level market. Not not even mm-hmm. anything else. Um, and and yeah, t- here's the here's the screenshot for anybody watching Toretto's Market and ca- Market and Cafe. Um, also some extras out front that I think just vanish at some point okay so the guy on the left i believe is a dude in a white shirt wearing a tie yeah later in a later minute he has a reaction to things going on and i was like what's that guy's deal who is this guy is this like some secret producer or is this just like an extra but like when things start to heat up he he gets a little he gets a little more screen time so you know i've never noticed that this it's should be barely anything, but like I happened to pause when he was looking. <laughs> I mean, the amount of times I've seen this, you would, you would, uh, you would guess I would seen this. But we also have a conflict of interest here. Maybe something that doesn't necessarily that maybe the uh, Corona bottling company may never have seen, or they didn't care about it. But if we look closely in this window, we see a soccer ball attached to another neon sign, and I believe that sign says Modelo. Oh fuck! A different Mexican beer. We have a, now, we have some issues. <laughs> is this like the where the parent company is the same, so it doesn't matter? I honestly don't know. I don't think so. I think Modelo okay. and Corona are different companies. Okay. Uh, especially at this point, if anything, they might be under the same umbrella and distributed now these days. But I believe Corona being, I think they were put picked up to distribute by Anheuser Busch semi recently. In, I'm talking about like in the last couple of years. So at this point, they were absolutely separate companies. Okay. Yeah. So we Real have oopsie. this thing. The question is, do we ever see this again? Ever? The market? Yeah. Uh, oof. I mean, you've seen this whole first movie more recently than I have. So I would defer to you. But I think in later movies, nah. It, not only that, but later in the movie, I think Brian... Uh, Paul Walker's character references selling groceries and I do believe this is the only time that we would ever know that he sells groceries which I find I will... extremely interesting just a quick side uh, you froze for a bit I missed the top part of that sentence oh, oh, oh sorry <laughs> so, so later in the movie uh, Paul Walker's character Brian O'Connor like way mm-hmm. later in the movie, like at the beginning of the third act, we uh, we get Brian finally trying to f- like really getting desperate about finding out, like doing his job as a as a p- 
police officer and trying to figure out exactly how Dom Toretto has been able to afford putting all these parts in this car. And that's where he references the only time other than this scene of the Toretto selling groceries as their income. I see. Okay. So this is their money laundering thing, potentially. It's, it's something. Yeah. The point is there's two times where they mention that they have a job that that sells things and uh, presumably it's mostly Mia that runs it. However, I do believe that Mia's mostly, I think she's, there's also a point where she might be in college. She might be in school studying. I mean, I had a job in college. It seems difficult, but she's also running this business. She's running this business. She's probably in school. Uh, and, uh, I do believe she's, oh, she also works in the garage. Oh yeah. She works in the garage and then she's well, always, she, ar- she does all the cooking. She does everything. Yeah. She's a superwoman. It's crazy. <laughs> and we're, and we're focusing these franchises on, on Dom. Right. Brian. Bullshit. I do believe. <laughs> and I mean, to, to Katie Bear's credit. She did mention that a big thing that could happen is Mia being the one that that maybe dies in the next movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe she's a soothsayer in that regard. But you know, I for as much credit as we give her for running all this stuff, her introduction um, in I think the next little cut here. Uh, yes, yeah, she is writing in a notebook on a notebook, and I have to say what it was told to me before working customer service. Mia, if you have time to lean, you have time to clean. Uh, she's leaning <laughs> on this counter. Um, so, you know, praise. You're going to say that right after everything we just said. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm pulling all that back. <laughs> what do you think she's writing? See, I tried to figure that out. Like, are these the ledgers of the business? Because she's got two notebooks out, which makes me think, like, maybe one is the, the dailies or something. Like, oh, she's doing inventory or something. But you can't really tell what she's even writing. <laughs> Right, but and it's 2001. Maybe she was not using some sort of point of sale inventory system, and it's a small market family shop, so probably not. So I don't know. Maybe she's just drawing. She's waiting for her her crush to come in and order his fucking bonkers lunch or dinner or whatever <laughs> for the 21st day in a row. She's just writing Mia O'Connor over and over again <laughs> with hearts. Family, and family, 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 family. <laughs> or she's she's counting up all the losses that uh, that her business is uh, accumulating from all of uh, Dominic's friends coming in and just eating and munching stuff for free. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what it is. <laughs> Marking off another soda because she knows Dom's about to have one. <laughs> yeah. True. Whereas uh, we also see in this minute, uh, we see Dom in the background, uh, who we haven't technically been introduced to yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Would he's not? He's just sitting there reading, right? He's got. He's. She's doing all the work. Is is he doing anything in his little manager office or whatever that is? So I have a, more stuff on that in our next episode. But for what I can tell, he's just sitting in a storage cage, which just in case the the sodas get out of hand or something. <laughs> Yeah, he's just he's in this back like chicken coop or something in this yeah. market yeah. where there's a fridge with n- cans that you can't really even see what he gets because I thought oh he's grabbing a Corona no he pops open a no. can I yep. don't I don't think I've ever seen Corona in a can so maybe nope. he's having his his cola or it's not five o'clock yet don't know 
it's it's in the next minute i think we see what it is um but it's in the next minute i i I don't even i couldn't even spoil it because i don't remember what it is either but i I do remember he holds it up Um, okay let's but let's let's come back to mia just for a second uh so as i did with uh brian o'connor and paul walker here's some little facts about jordana brewster Mm-hmm. So uh, at the time of this film's release, anyway, she was 21 years old, or the year she turned 21. Uh, born in Panama City, which was uh, news to me. She's a Yale graduate, so she has the like Mia gumption that yeah. you know get out there and get your degrees and shit. This is her third film role overall uh, after The Faculty in '98 and some other movie that I forgot to write down. Uh, yeah, that's Mia Toretto. That's her. Our introduction to her, though we don't hear her name yet. So, I've only seen one trailer for Fast 10. Mm-hmm. But I've seen a, about a billion posters because they're all over everywhere here. I kind of have an inkling that we meet the Toretto mother. And I, I feel like there is... There, so, there's an older woman that kind of looks like them a little bit that is in the trailer or a poster somewhere. I can't remember which, but if it is their mother, because we never really hear about her, right? If it is her mother, where is she here? And why is is Mia like pissed at her for not like helping her out with all this stuff? (laughs) Maybe she's got her own life somewhere else. We're out to find out what that is exactly. Possibly. uh, Well, in nine, you only see the dad in the flashbacks. Mm hmm and but that's at the racetrack right she might not be there yeah maybe maybe they split up i don't know yeah yeah their their kids have divorced and the way that they like coped was getting into cars and And that's why their family is so important i'm remembering the trailer a little bit more i don't want to i'd hate trailers because they give away too much but uh i do believe i remember in the trailer this woman i'm thinking of is holding i think uh dom's son as if mm-hmm. like and like I think she says something about being the grandparent. So I don't there might be something <laughs> I'm the grandparents. It's, it's something like that. It's weird. I, I don't know. But like there's something else going on. I'm looking at the background of all the things in the grocery store. Uh it is very much a corner store, like a bodega. Very much uh, I mean it's got it's got, you know, garage or um gas station coolers. Um I'm also and I'm gonna I'm gonna scroll back one here. I do believe there's a different amount of sunglasses in the sunglass rack in both of these shots. I don't know. Oh, probably. Oh, probably because I think one of them does pull out sunglasses in in a future scene, which means that it's probably easy for continuity error continuity errors to happen. Right. Um, but yeah. So anyway, he comes in and uh, he she she repeats the order, which I did you did you have there? Of course. Uh, his order, which I, I wanted to point out what I feel like are classic lines in the series, and this might be the first one, his order, which, of course, is tuna on white with no crust, which is his sandwich order. Um, and then he asks her, how's the tuna? <laughs> how's the tuna? And then... It's uh, it's, it's bad, and it yeah. has been for the last three weeks that he's been ordering. He's been getting the same tuna sandwich for 21 days. I get he's undercover, but like, there's got to be something else. He even says he likes the tuna. No, you don't. It can't. I mean, I would like to. I would like to believe it's every day because it feels like there is something obsessive about 
Brian here. Um, but there's no way she works every single day, right? All of those 21 days. Uh, you said she's the she's the backbone of this entire business, so maybe she does. Yeah, that's possible. So for 21 days, he's coming in after his shift at the uh, at the car part shop where yeah. he also lives, by the way. Um, and then has a tuna sandwich, no crust, just one tuna sandwich, no crust. I don't know. He's got he's got to go to like McDonald's or something after that, right? That's not gonna fill you up. That's not gonna be a whole meal, is it? Especially a dinner meal. I would say I've never had a tuna sandwich. I have had tuna in sushi, and that's been about it. I was never mm. a fan of the sandwich vessel of it. And now it's, I don't eat fish, so it's a meat. You know, it it it's somewhat filling, but I mean, especially with the crust off, you ain't getting much in you. Also, how old is he? Why does he have to cut the crust off? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd feel like if I were Mia, I'd be like, that's a red flag. I'd be like, that, that's something I, I might not like about you. <laughs> he, she, like, it could be cut diagonally, and then he eats the middle, leaves the crust, but asking for it specifically to have the crust come up, cut off is like a five-year-old. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. No crust. Yep. It, it, it is... It is it would be concerning for for me as a uh, an adult, uh, an adult like um, human, uh, to to have the crust cut off and then sub- subsequently being interested in that person. <clears throat> um, but this is kind of uh, isn't this kind of the end of that minute? The tuna's bad. End of minute. Yeah. Tuna tuna's bad, and uh, and he then immediately says, "I'll have the tuna." So like you know that's that's flirting right I'm not I'm not a flirt master but that feels like that's that's decent flirting but then it's funny because my last note for this minute is the word flirting with a question mark so <laughs> I think it I works I think it's somewhat charming it's childlike it's whatever but here's the thing as a professional undercover police officer we're already seeing that he is making a cardinal mistake of being into the sibling of the possible mark target right so like the whole thing where you know later they they start questioning him about whether or not he's uh going uh uh uh, what is it local not local but um whatever it might be um turning on his uh his police brethren uh he kind of He's been setting that up since the beginning. There was there was not really anything to doubt that. That was always going to be the case. He rolled up. He like, all right, I'm going to infiltrate this gang. It'll be great. He meets Mia. He has the best terrible tuna sandwich. He's mm-hmm. gone at this point. He's already gone. He's a lost cause. Everything that happens from here on out, it's set. But, you know, we got to have a movie to get there. But this also, dude's done. Specifically, they're not a gang. They're a team. You know, they call themselves a team, you know, they just like, they're not, they're not, not, <laughs> not a gang. I just the whole, the whole cha-cha-cha scene. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's the classic, look at all this garlic, man. There's so much garlic just hanging <laughs> out. All these, like, I, I, I can't, it, it looks so nicely put together. Wherever the set designer is for this, uh, for honestly the set designer and like sort of the coordinators obviously you kind of have to with cars involved and stuff like that 
the people who did this movie they are top notch they are very very good because this whole thing is well nicely put together i bet this market has fucking dope candy bars because i like going into kind of like corner markets that are like you know not chains and trying to see what candies and treats they they're have. not your you basic candy cool bars stuff. Yeah, they're they're not your just Snickers and Hershey's or whatever. They, there's some there's gonna be some good stuff. Probably gonna be some Mexican candies in here too. Um, Hell yeah! Gonna be some spicy stuff all over the place. I can already see about six or seven rows of just uh, hot sauce. So like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there's all that stuff. I I would go into this uh, place to get something. Absolutely. I bet the coffee's terrible, but you get it anyway. The cafe oh, side of things. I don't know about you. I love terrible coffee. Uh, yeah, I'm an iced coffee guy, but you know, if it's cold, I'm down. I will go into a diner if, if if, if the setting matters, right? But if I'm in a diner or like a place like this and you hand me a extremely sturdy, looks like you could throw it across the room and nothing will happen, ceramic white, nothing on it mug, and you pour a crappy cup of drip coffee in a pot that may have been sitting there for a while, I will be in heaven. That's my favorite thing. Any, you anybody and my dad, who, man. I also love your dad, so it makes sense. Uh, <laughs> um, but like anybody who wants to know more about me, if you want to take me out and have me, have me be a happy little boy, a diner with coffee and like an omelet, and I am set. I'm maybe a little bit of hash browns. I'm I'm set for the rest of the day. I will be a happy, happy, happy camper. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that, like go ahead. I was just I was gonna wrap it up. What do you got? Nah, nothing. I was gonna say I don't like eggs. <laughs> that's it. But that's not for no reason. Fuck eggs. I, but there you go. I get but, it. I get it. Kate doesn't like eggs either. That's where you two get along. Um, no, that's that's the way. <laughs> that's the way. Not the many, many, many years of just being awesome friends and loving each other. <laughs> nope. Oh, you don't um, like eggs? Let's be friends since you were fifteen or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll definitely. That's for those listening. They that Daniel and and my Katie have been friends for ever it's been a very long time um which i think we covered in the first episode but i like repeating it um but yeah that is that is minute number five of the fast and the furious the original from 2001 uh i think we excuse me not the original sorry on a note about the original yes please tell me more a little bit more god damn it i lose it that would be annoying i never Uh, heard of such a such an original so if we're talking about the original, you you jag. So the next line we have, uh, so after Frank drives off with Connie in her Jaguar sports car, and they uh, he realizes she's very tough. Uh, she the mutual struggle soon leads to for the two of them to fall in love. So uh, Frank uh, Webster, the escaped convict truck driver man, and Connie, who doesn't have a last name. Oops. Uh, <laughs> Wait, is this the inventor of Merriam-Webster Dictionary? <laughs> don't know. So Frank Webster, the, the bad man, and Connie, no last name, they're starting it's to Connie. fall in love after they fight? There you go. Wait, Fast. Uh, family. Did we cover the fight yet? Uh, I said in the last episode, Frank drives off in her car. Uh, she chews soon proves to be a difficult hostage, tries to escape. Oh, uh, right. He treats her more hostile than they would both prefer. The mutual struggle soon leads to the two to fall in love. So, uh, <laughs> there you go. It's fast they, uh, and furious. They really, yep. 
She's fast. He's furious. They both are into it. <laughs> They're both a green car. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap this one up, please. <laughs> that, has been, that has been minute five of the Fast and Furious. Apparently not the original, uh, but from 2001 starring Paul Walker, First Build, and Vin Diesel. Um, I have been Dan Otage. We've been watch- we've been streaming this live on twitch.tv slash Dan Otage. Uh, most people call me Dan. Uh, this is recorded video style and put on to youtube.com slash Dan Otage. Every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday they come out. Um, and I like to do it early in the morning so that most people that want to get ready for the drive to work or if you're downloading this on Sunday to listen to your money drive, that works too. Um, you can download this, uh, through YouTube and listen to it on the YouTube version because this is also in the podcast section of YouTube, or you can download your favorite or use your favorite podcast app and get it there. We are 60 second car, the number 60, 60 second car. You would probably know that if you're already listening to this, I don't know why I'm saying that, but we are, um, again, I've been Dan or Dan Otage and I've been joined once again by my lovely, lovely co-host Daniel, AKA Ovacord. I want, to, I want to thank you so much for listening and watching, and we'll see you all next time. Family!